Hello? Sorry. Hello? Now I've got Wait, to remember what, what we're doing again. Hello? Chloe, is our, is our contribution to popular culture a train wreck? I don't know. Sure. It's a pretty sexy train wreck. Wait, what are we doing? Yeah. I had no Wait. idea this was going to be the podcast that would get us all going. Hello, comedian Chloe Black. I think you're funny. I want a hysterectomy. <laughs> or or you can laugh, me. either so, or. Uh, hello? Wait, what, what are we doing? Hey, hello. Hello. Comes with a free bottle. Right. <laughs> anything goes. Oh, anything goes. I love that song. Let it, let's get right up in that lap, Chloe. Ooh, yeah. Hello, Chloe. Hello. Sorry, I'm still finishing up. I'm oh, that's totally fine. Good. Did you remember there was a thing in the news the other day that said that people who drink tea live longer? <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Cup of tea a day, you're like you're less likely to die. I don't know how scientific it was. <laughs> I'd love to know how they know that. Like, is this like a question they ask in your dying breath? Like, <laughs> it almost seems like instead of looking at the whole picture, they're quite happy to do a study on each individual threat and benefit, <laughs> and eventually. That's right. But it's just up to you which cards you get dealt yeah. or which ones you do right. yourself. <laughs> yeah. I ate three cheeseburgers every meal, but my, <laughs> the trick is that I drink With one cheese. piece of dark chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> my secret is tea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, lovely. How have you been, love? I'm really good. I, um, I've had a really productive day today. My, um, uh, my meds are doing wonders. <laughs> you really? You, you, you're going well because it's like... A week now? A, two, a week and a half? Maybe? In nearly three weeks, I think. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. So, actually, let me just check. Let me check. Let me check. Um, this will be a window into our relative perspectives. I'm like, was that uh, yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> it'll be three weeks. It's Friday. Okay, cool. So, yeah, like, um, still brave new world, but I'm finding that I'm... Um, all the benefits are there, like just focusing and being able to complete tasks and kind of stay on, um, stay not, what's the way trying to think of the word, stay undistracted. <laughs> but, um, I also am sort of been, um, able to, well, I kind of like to throughout the day, I try and tell myself, no, the next thing I do has to have value. <laughs> Okay. And I've been really committing to that. So rather than like going all, because my old habits were like, oh, hey, let's turn on the TV while I eat lunch. And then the lunch and the TV, just the rest of the afternoon gets away from you. <laughs> but like, I'm like, no, no, we'll sit down, we'll have lunch. Oh, and we'll um, fill out that application for, or we'll do this or that or something. That's so, so interesting to think that like, that those kinds of differences can actually be a sign that you know something does need fixing it's that's i think that's so fascinating yeah really like there's a real science to it and it sounds like it, i've been doing lots of research and, and seeing and, and watching a lot of youtube clips but and documentaries and it seems to be that um adhd is quite controversial it seems <laughs> I noticed that I did a, I did a dipped a toe in the water. Apparently, lots of people are getting diagnosed as adults now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's also like, you know, the way that it presents itself is uh, a ways that, like, you know, 
seems to be these society's bugbears like ah you're lazy or you're um uh you're, you're too always late like, apparently too hyper focused but always late always yeah like, um, you can't be you can't organize yourself or you can't you're unreliable or um, I had the losing things Sorry, so, Chloe. That's right. I'll help you find it soon, all right, sweetheart? It's Father's Day breakfast tomorrow. Oh, so oh. at the school. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. You were saying <laughs> what were you saying? Just about um the the some of the controversy around diagnosis. Yeah. yeah. And then like they say that um well, you know. The medication that you that you take is a stimulant, and um, it's a controlled substance. But like, and so it just sounds like we're all we're all just getting our speed kind of prescription, and like, <laughs> and just kind of going woohoo! Let's get a free. Someone wrote an article about that. The other day, there was an article about that about this person who decided they didn't want to take their ADHD medication, but they'd do a few lines of speed at the club, and. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's the therapy element yeah. that you're looking for. Yeah, well, but like um, the science behind it is that people with ADHD have a um, have a what's the word a deficiency of dopamine, which and dopamine is the what helps you. But not only is it a feel good chemical, but it helps you concentrate and helps you focus. Because we have a deficit, isn't it? Dopamine is. That? Well, dopamine is different from serotonin, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Okay. So serotonin is all about being happy, but dopamine has a bunch of different effects to it. But is it dopamine the pleasure one, the one that you get when you get a like on a post on social media, your brain releases a little... Oh, totally, yeah. But but the byproduct of dopamine is it allows you to focus and allows you to um, so also not also concentrate on what's important. Um, and <laughs> I just, like, Sorry. I am not... A focused person because I just had a vision of your brain releasing dopamine like the um the the vines in Stranger Things going onto onto Hopper. <laughs> so there you go. There's your dopamine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, like getting sneezed on. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, it's sort of like that. Like, <laughs> it comes out very very strange. <laughs> the dopamine release in my brain is like. Bleh. Like burst, you know, like something pops and it releases it, like those chewy things that they put in those sodas. Oh my god, Chloe! I'm, I'm... <laughs> something like that. <laughs> you keep going. You talk. <laughs> but yeah, so what you end up doing is when you're trying to stay on task, and it's definitely a boring task that isn't rewarding you. You can end up feeling depressed and having, you know, being. Um, unhappy but also searching for that immediate distraction to bring the dopamine back again because the deficiency means that the dopamine isn't very long lasting and yeah. so um like and that's why we're just driven to distraction because the distraction you know keeps the sadness away <laughs> and you're chasing a high that you're not getting from the things that you need to get done yeah exactly yeah exactly. that definitely that's sounds the, like modern life yeah, totally. But um, the drugs really help. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So has it really, like, changed how you feel about yourself? 
I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like I kind of I just kind of like you know I'm sort of joking with my friends, going, "Oh, you know, I'm such a psychonaut from way back. I like time. I tie set my watch when I take it, and I'm kind of paying attention to what I'm experiencing at about the 90 minute mark, <laughs> waiting, waiting for it to come on." <laughs> and um, you have the benefit, I suppose, of being you know at least having some experience of concepts like kicking in, coming down, riding the high. <laughs> you know, like I always feel sorry for people who take these sorts of really intense pharmaceuticals with no experience at all. Yeah, that's right. That would be quite scary, I think. I think. But I suppose they think taking it in an uncontrolled environment might be the scary thing. I don't know. Jury's jury's out doing lines of speed. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Exactly. But it's like this is definitely weird because I'm not sure, like, I'm experiencing some side effects that I'm not entirely, like, okay with or like you know my heart rate definitely goes up and then I definitely feel it have sustained sort of um heart rate feeling and I'm not sure if that's because I'm still having two cups of coffee every morning that's <laughs> well or if it's a side effect. That, isn't it like do you does it does it mean that you have to dial back all the other crutches and habits that you've used over the years to cope with it in your own way you yeah, know, exactly. Yeah, that would be that would be hard. It's like when where habit and treatment intersect. Yeah, exactly. But you know, like um, all my negative self talk is evaporated. Like I'm not like I'm not continually angry at myself for forgetting things or like um, you know getting behind on things. Like if I would if I lost my keys in the morning, because usually what would happen is I'd be ready and ready to leave, and then I go right, where are my keys? And then I spend the next fifteen minutes watching the clock tick past while I frantically search my keys and I'm, I'm to, to the point where I'm almost on the verge of tears and then I check my pocket and my keys are there <laughs> like so like but while that's going on I'd be calling myself every name and the sun to get really angry with myself and like and stuff but oh, okay. I, um, I just don't do that anymore at the moment anyway so I mean I also and sort of very efficiently able to like um, remember where things are. And sort oh of my God, that sounds amazing. Yeah, um, but at the same time, I'm not. I'm kinder to myself or something. So, which is really a game changer. So. Well, that's lovely. Yeah, but you know, like I have an appointment with my GP next week. I'm going to assess the data and see what happens. Yes, like, get the data. I yeah. like that. I've. I've um... Yes, uh, I'm so I'm so glad that you you're not telling yourself that you're not awesome because like sometimes you just want to reach in and smack the person's self talking thing and go stop talking to this yeah. person I love like this and it's yeah, the person exactly. you love who's doing it you know yeah yeah stop talking about my friend like that <laughs> yeah stop talking about my friend exactly <laughs> Leave, get away from her you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Just reaching yeah. with, with my neck suit. Yeah, I want to go in there. Oh, that looks like so much fun. And if you, if you have <laughs> automatically picked up the, on the reference of what we're talking about, it's Ripley in the mech suit going after the alien. Yeah, the alien queen. The alien, <laughs> the mother. It's a, it's actually very feminist film, both of the aliens. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Did you remember that gorgeous the film reviewer? said, my wife has just written the best film review better than anything. 
um, and it was a review for Aliens that says, um, uh, it's a movie about a smart woman and her cat. Nobody listens to the smart woman and everybody dies except the smart woman and her cat. Five stars. <laughs> it's like something like that. That's great. And you really boil it. it down. I think, yeah. I think actually, you know, when you have um, maybe some habitual well some habits of watching things like i i mean we we've talked about this in the past we've definitely done episodes where i listen back and go money go home you're drunk like i have a bit of a, i've developed a problematic relationship with alcohol to manage some of the traumas that i've i've gone through and you know just to sort of claw yeah. back a bit of personal time in this life that i feel is overwhelming but i noticed that it does that you know it really does rob me of uh cognitive awareness of what's actually happening like i rewatched yellow jackets because i'm dying for there to be more yellow jackets and it's just really frustrating oh, yeah. it's not more and there were big chunks of it that i had missed the first time i watched it and i went How did they tell us that oh that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have a similar thing to actually like... just take a minute and just so I feel like I, I love Juliette Lewis so much without giving her credit. Like I go, she goes without saying, nobody goes without saying, Juliette Lewis, you are fucking amazing. I love you. <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's amazing. No, I think I've heard a similar thing because I've spent, you know, I used to watch TV a lot with my phone in my hand and I just would like scroll mindlessly. I would do this thing where I would watch a show and I would scroll, just doom scroll. And every now and again, my brain would go, are you following this show? And I'd look up and my brain would go, oh, those two are in conflict, and then just go back to watching <laughs> And sometimes there are shows where it doesn't matter, you know, like what you know what we were talking about with um, what was that show? Manifest, right? So I, still like I watch shows it. because I know no. that I don't have to do any, there's no intellectual investment in the show. My dad calls it chewing gum TV. It's like your brain is just chewing <laughs> gum. Like, yeah, it's, it's not a meal. <laughs> And I love that. I've just recently binge watched the entire season of um, Ultimatum, Marry or Move On. For some reason, it was just oh, it sounds was like so my, good. It was like my last marriage. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was really interesting because, you know, like instead of being one of those shows where everybody rocks up single, it's actually very clever the way that they've done it. So the plot is um, – it's actually Nick Lachey and I, Lacey, Lachey, anyway, Nick Lachey and his wife, Vanessa. And I remember vaguely when they got together and it was big, this big drama because Nick was already married to someone and having a very messy divorce. And I'd forgotten who that person was, but it was Jessica Simpson. Oh, wow. But yeah, she's, <laughs> I remember Kristen Wiig's impersonation of her better than I remember her, but. <laughs> um. Yeah, so she said, so I've lost my train of thought. Isn't that, that's, um, I might be undiagnosed what you have. <laughs> <laughs> that's a common problem. <laughs> You're talking about um, oh, ultimatum. Ultimatum, yeah. So, and it was like, it sort of tied in with why people watch shows with the subtitles on because um, mm -hmm. there, was a, there was an article, another article, um, which was saying that a lot of, young people you know people these days let's just say the way that people do things now they put the yeah. subtitles on and it's really 
you know, the Stranger Things subtitles are worth watching just because they're really well written and funny and have got great descriptive words in it. But the thing that mm -hmm. I really like about it is on, on Ultimatum, it told you exactly what song was playing. So instead of having to go, oh, this oh, is great, oh, isn't I it? find it, it comes up. As soon as it's playing like a couple of notes of it, it yeah, says. you hear the lyrics too. Sometimes they'll have the lyrics of a song underneath yeah, it all. Yes, yeah. exactly. And that, like this show, all obviously it's reality TV. It's not. It's not going to change the world or anything, but it was a real, and it was so heteronormative. It was, you know, it was very much, you know, boy, girl, get married, have baby. Like everybody was just dying to be so generic. Yeah. But they had really <laughs> interesting characteristics and it sort of got me thinking about relationships and how, you know, sometimes you get really locked into this toxic pattern with another person and you mm. want to disengage. And this sort of, this, this show, so they spend three, they all arrive as couples, right? And one yeah. of the couple has given the other one an ultimatum, which is you propose to me or we're breaking up usually. Mm, okay. um, yeah. Or you say yes to <laughs> or we're breaking up. And so they've which all come. Which is a borderline up. abusive tactic, by the way. <laughs> I don't know why this show is involved that. <laughs> some anyway. of it, you get some, there's some great comeuppance and also there's some, oh, no, 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 don't do it. But, like, <laughs> yeah. it's really, really cool. <laughs> and um, so they, they um, at the very beginning, they all uncouple and then they can pick another person of the couples to have a three-week trial marriage. So they live together and essentially they've broken up and then they live oh together and then they spend the next three weeks after that back with their original partner. Like that's not a recipe for like... <laughs> it was gripping, Chloe. It's I designed that way. <laughs> designed that way, exactly. But it was wow, actually... That's... You know, I, I wouldn't recommend it as a subject for an in-depth analysis, but for chewing gum TV, it's bingeable and very. <laughs> What's well, like, you know, like people being addicted to maths, married at first sight, like just people who I, or people who I, I look up to or respect who would just, you know, they said, oh, it's the best hate watch. <laughs> like, well, I heard that. Yeah, and, and it sort of makes you realise that if it's well made, it can be wonderfully awful. Yeah, totally. And I think hate watch is a good way to describe it. It's like you get that kick from like despising everybody and the concept and yourself <laughs> for watching it. <laughs> and there are definitely some things that, you know, we don't feel proud of ourselves for, for watching, but I've said it before and I, do, I just don't believe in guilty pleasures. Like guilt's just not a chemical I, I enjoy having my brain produced. Yeah, I'll, just, yeah. I'll justify it to myself. I'll go, you know, I won't let guilt in. I refuse to feel guilty, even if I should. <laughs> That's, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it is interesting. The concept of guilty places is always kind of like, well, you know, and is it is it really like, you know, shameful pleasure? It's usually the idea is that it's something you wouldn't openly share with other people. I wonder if it's um, just a wasted time, you know, the feeling, you know, that fitter, yeah. happier, more productive. It's like... Sometimes I feel like modern life is just this hamster wheel that says if you're not busy, you are yeah. a loser. And it's like that's not true. Yeah. It's really it's not up. true. But there's a feeling that goes along with, you know, measuring your productivity in tasks and seconds and, you know, like. Oh, it's a very shithouse uh, hamster wheel, that's for sure. <laughs> it's really horrible. And I think it makes people feel so bad about, it, it means that you're cut off from relaxing 
even when you yeah. have a chance to do it. Your your body's. So I think it's like you know, um, the, the hamster wheel should like they should have invented a hamster wheel that jams every forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've actually been secretly, I've been secretly looking forward to, well, not particularly secretly, but I sometimes look forward to the um, possibility they the electricity grid will totally fail, plunging humanity into darkness and disconnecting, <laughs> leaving them to fend for themselves with their own brains and what they know how to do with their hands. And that's it. If you didn't spend <laughs> time learning us to it, the, Blinking in the sun, into the sun like moles coming out. Yeah, or, or basically getting, yeah. you know, getting hoovered up by the nearest predator because you're fucking useless. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was supposed to feel sorry for those people. You're yeah, fucking useless. Like, really, if you're not useful in a post-apocalyptic sense to me, then you're dead to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harsh like, yeah. but fair, I think. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you, you know, your final words as like the as the predator who's you up is like, oh, I know how to steal a jacket's end. What's that? <laughs> how does yellow jacket end? How does yellow jacket end? <laughs> <laughs> What's my horoscope for tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But 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 no, don't eat me. It's been my. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious oh my god that's so funny things that you die things that things that you really shouldn't be thinking at the moment of your unexpected demise <laughs> yeah would chrissy and eddie really have gone out i like to think they might have <laughs> you know, like, oh there was this lovely interview with um joseph is it joseph quinn i think this boy's name is who plays eddie in stranger things about how they had such unexpectedly great chemistry it's grace van tien who plays chrissy and that they weren't expecting them to get along so well and it you know there's this whole kind of fan fiction going on this other world where eddie and chrissy ended up going out and it was just so cute oh cool i liked eddie a lot he was like, oh i love eddie such a great amalgamation of everything that was <laughs> he was sort of like a he typified my 80s experience. Oh, same. He was like every boy that yeah. I that hung out with my brother and I secretly had a bit of a crush on, but, you know. Yeah. It, it was great. It was, it was like there was a lot of Eddies at the Megadeth concert because I was at the Megadeth concert. <laughs> Brilliant, yeah. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I tried to model myself on Eddie, like, later in high school before I became a goth, but I remember like yeah. Well, the, those kids were definitely bogans. Like they were like the metalheads and the metalheads are always a bit sort of on the outer, but but I remember, you know, being a good Christian kid, like there just there was something so forbidden about them. <laughs> <laughs> Which explains why you got so deeply into it later. Yeah, totally, totally. Like when I think about, you know, you and every what I know about you, it's basically, yeah, metal horror yeah horror metal <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. horror horror. Metal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah i mean i think it's really funny a bit of horrific metal isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> i i really like i like metal but it's it's funny that um to me because i i got so into being a part of that kind of indie kid community and having like i've got the the spunk zine seven inch with the 
first Cat Powers Australian release. Yeah, it's great. I love it. But at the moment, what I've got stuck in my head is is Stray Kids Maniac, pure K-pop. Like, yeah. And I think it's really it's so restrictive to tell yourself or to be told by anybody that just because you like one thing, you're not allowed to like something that's very different. Oh yeah, I had that's some of my most hated question is what what music do you like? I really I like all music. Music has if music has something that I'm meant to tap into, all music has something I'm meant. <laughs> you just want to say, oh, only good music, and then wait. To say, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gauntlet. Boom. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Mm. And, you know, using... What have I been listening to today? I've been listening to uh, Craftwork, um, Tangerine Dream, but, and um, I'll probably put some um, anthrax on later. <laughs> oh, my God, uh, I've got my little son into White Stripe, Seven Nation Army. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. Says, I want yeah. that one. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like, yeah. Love it. Love it. Oh, it's so great when your kids get into something that you didn't expect them to like or, mm-hmm. you know, they yeah. have their own tastes and you kind of see them develop. It's, you know, aside from the fact that parent parenting is, is punishing and relentless, there are some real ups. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about my son, you know, about Max. He, like, I mean, he, I have a deaf child. He has cochlear implants, and but you know, I don't have a child that you know is into music the way I am, which is kind of like weird. Yeah. You know, like um, uh, it's a sort of a <laughs> Mr. Holland's opus type scenario. But um, but I taught him how to sing along or how to do like uh, "Oh Yeah" by Yellow. So we we'll oh. do this like bomb, bomb, and like the day that I taught him that, I was like high for about a week afterwards. I was so oh, excited. bless you! That's so sweet. <laughs> and so he learned how to say, "Oh yeah." <laughs> well, at least you have given given him that against the odds. I like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that was very fun. But yeah, like yeah. So, um, and then. There's a few, there's music he likes, it's very strange because he loves, you know, obviously like game music, game music, not game music, <laughs> game music. Um, it's, there's some really video games. Don't worry, <laughs> won't you come on <laughs> home? <laughs> and um, so yeah. All the things you said, all the things you said running through my Hang on a second. Are you equating fine young cannibals with gay music? You said the gay music. I, gay, fine young cannibals have to be gay music, right? <laughs> I don't know. Surely, I'm not sure. I've never is really. That, is that is that a shocking thing to say? Because I figured that was really obvious. Well, I don't know. Is the singer was very cat, but like, I'm not sure how very feminine. But I'm not sure how gay well, they were. The moment that you go, oh my god, Freddie Mercury was gay. Yeah, actually. And and that and wham, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like, I think I actually think that that messes with a lot of female sexuality, though, because the the closet gayness is not good for women. You know, they develop these raging crushes on people who will never fancy them back. 
<laughs> and it's really horrible. Oh, it's all about the unattainability, right? So, yeah, yeah, I guess so. And that's the safety factor, isn't it? You know, the kind of desexualized sexual character, like <laughs> Backstreet's back. Yeah. Am I sexual? <laughs> sort of. Not really, though. <laughs> kind of, maybe. Get back to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, depends It'd be great if that was like that. the refrain from the song, like, Am I sexual? <laughs> oh, no, maybe. Get back to us. <laughs> it's like you just know that the most the most sexual that's ever going to get is dry humping. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And There's no bodily fluids in that sexuality. Yeah. No, and he'll likely come in about five minutes and and we get very uh, <laughs> get very embarrassed. <laughs> You're thinking about a bloke the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's about you know. I'm a sexual. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hey, has the medication, now you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but has it affected your libido? I'm curious. A little bit. Yeah? It, In a good way. I don't know. I kind of, I don't know. Like, my libido is kind of all over the shop because I was on testosterone blockers for so long and I still am on testosterone blockers, but not as much as I was before. But like, so, um, yeah. it's hard to describe. I'm sort of uh, libido's all over the place at the moment, but, you know. Yeah. I always think I think... Of donuts in the front yard. That episode that we did with Kevin, and I was talking about like my my engine was revving, but the handbrake was on. It's like <laughs> such a vivid image. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Just doing burnouts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it kind of has, but it's interesting. I think that you know, like. Um, mm. pardon me. I think I think my libido has changed. Like I've, over the last seven years, my libido has gone through a few different um, identity crises. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Like um, uh, when you when you have testosterone in your body, it's almost like your libido has a mind of its own. You literally get turned on or get think about naughty things, sexy things, like um, before you even notice or like oh, before you even have any say in it <laughs> so, so it programs you to think about that stuff yeah. pretty much it's like just have this hormone that goes oh by the way we're doing this now <laughs> we're thinking about sex now procreating <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> yeah right but, you know so i don't know yeah i don't even think i can put it into words but definitely has been chain a change but like I'm still definitely like a 50 year old woman. Like, <laughs> so, you know, I kind of have that. Like, my libido is tapered off just through living. <laughs> does, that mean, does that mean that really, when you talk about getting turned on, you're in the garden section in Bunnings? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> or I have to stop yeah. and think. I have to like go, I go, oh, they're cute. And then my brain goes, well, imagine if they were like, you were having a bit of a private thing with them and you were able to, you know, do all these fun things with them and then your brain goes oh oh that's a, i might entertain that thought for a bit longer <laughs> yeah, okay. and then you find yourself getting horny about that but when you're when you have testosterone you're like just your your brain is like they're hot oh let's have sex <laughs> <laughs> oh that explains so much to me about how i have never been giving people the correct response yeah <laughs> 
how do you mean? I was just. Are, I, you, are you more of a oh, let's have sex person, or are you no, more? No, a... I'm really, really not. I'm more like I'm madly in love with that person. I won't speak to them, but I will draw them. You know, I will yeah, write no. their name a lot, but I won't talk to them. And it's like, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think that there's a lot going on in in my sense of what's what I deserve in that way. And sometimes I just think I am just not very good at judging. Oh shit. This is a tangled web. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I like someone, I'm, I fixate on them. Like I really, really just focus. (laughs) Something, if you can't handle my something, you don't deserve my hyper-focus. It was an ADHD. (laughs) (laughs) that was so funny yeah yeah because like i i often refer to it as i think everyone's safer if i don't like them yeah right okay not safe for me to like you it's not safe for me to like anybody because i i will throw all my research and all my finickety attention to detail i'll find out like i'd make a great private detective or a stalker you know, <laughs> people aren't there's, that, there's that hyper-focus we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then, yeah. but then the people that I actually probably would have a good relationship with, I don't think that I think of them in that way until it's sort of either too late or the moment has passed or. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, sure. I don't know. No, I hear what you mean. I mean yeah. I mean, it's you, you, can you tell me what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I, I think I've been reading up about this thing called rejection, rejection sensitivity dysphoria. Have you heard of that? I am going to look that up. What did you say? Rejection sensitivity dysphoria. Okay, what is that? So I that's something that I actually have had for a long time throughout my life. And that is that, like, the fear of rejection is so overwhelming and overpowering that, that you are paralysed into inaction. So, like... Um, uh your my entire dating life would be like oh i'm getting all the signals i think they like me i'm sure they really like me but the very idea that they may reject me for saying that i like them is just so so shattering that you kind of like you know are drawn to like just keeping quiet (laughs) but it can happen in social situations as well it can happen in like um, i'm just going to look up as well you're reminding me of this moment that I remember really clearly when I was having, it was summer, so I, I was hating everything, including myself, especially myself. And I was walking along the street in in Adelaide with a, with a, a friend, a new friend who I'd sort of just really gotten to know. And she was so cool and so pretty and so calm. I felt embarrassed walking beside her. Yeah, right. I really okay. kind of wanted to apologise to her that I liked her at all. <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> sorry for liking you. I'm so sorry. sorry. Cool. I'm so sorry. I realise that this is not any. But you know, the funny thing is, is, underneath that, we actually did develop a really good, strong, genuine friendship. It's just it was really mm. hard for me to believe that she wanted to be friends with me for for quite a while. Yeah, she... I might have been a slightly in- incorrect in that. Basically, um, the, we, Google says that rejection sensitive disorder, dysphoria is extreme emotional sensitivity and pain triggered by the perception that a person has been rejected or criticized 
by important people in their life. It may also be triggered by a sense of falling short, failing to meet their own high standards or others' expectations. Oh, wow, yeah, okay. And so, but, you know, um, but the fear of perceived rejection is also you know, can be insurmountable as well. It's quite important. Oh, and it's so hard now, I think, when, you know, people are being judged on a photograph and they're not having an opportunity to meet people properly and, you know, you don't even get to know what people smell like until you're living together. It's like information is really important, you know, to help work out whether or not that's the right person for you or if it's a tolerable slash compatible person, not the right, the one, you know, the just someone who you don't, you're not going to hate in six months. Yeah. Have you read about the the ick? Oh, I'm so I, I I I haven't read about it, but the ick factor used to happen to me a lot when I was young. I would really yeah, sure. really, really really like someone, and as soon as they liked me back, I would feel physically ill. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. almost being body freezing up. The thought of well, they do one they do one thing, one thing, and you're like. No, it's not that they changed. I don't think they changed at all. It's I went off them overnight. Yeah, to right. the point where I couldn't bear the idea of them. They were, they were disgusting, which is so awful, especially when you like someone. When you actually yeah. like someone as a person and the ick turns on in your body and you go, oh, you don't know what to do because you're looking at this person and it's like, it's like you've been, you know, your hypnosis has just worn off or, or your hypnosis has <laughs> just kicked in, whatever, however you want to see it. It's this perception shift. <laughs> And mm. it is so physical. So it, for me, it, it always was really, really very strong body reaction. Like it was in my body, my heart, my heart would race, my, my cheeks might feel tingly, yeah. but it was just this sense of, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like this world of no, which is, you know, I mean, I think you do have to just accept that that's, that that's happening but also i think you know maybe if it's your body and your brain having a disconnect and going you're not worthy of this love it's like shut up yeah sorry amy's come to say hello my cat i'm just making sure so that step on the keyboard or else it's game over oh i always get the feeling my cat's gonna enter my password <laughs> <laughs> what is it We've only got like about a minute and a half. Yeah, obviously. and um, my my um my daughter's just come home. Um, and uh, can we make it a, just a short one? Do you mind? Is, is that okay? No, it's fine. I don't mind. I don't mind. Because uh, it's lovely to catch up, and I know that we keep putting things off. We're sort of in the process of developing some um guest leads. So yeah, hopefully we'll have a guest next episode. Um, yeah, and but if we don't, I. You know, like that's fine with me. I, yeah, for sure. I love you. I don't. I'm, I mean, I'm enjoying chatting a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if it, it's gonna, it's gonna uwa ooh us out of Zoom because you people used to let us have an hour, by the way. So if you have a, yeah. if you want this to be longer, complain to Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. But love you. Good night, Australia. Oh, good night, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Chloe. <laughs> Oh, cool. Are we hanging in there? I think it's going to cut us off. Love you. I love you too. Don't forget me. Bye. Bye.
<laughs> Go on without me. Bye. Jack.